0: sound kitchen mmm yummy it's the sound kitchen Ooh, that sounds delicious uh, you're listening to the sound mm, kitchen yummy and Susan Owensby is cooking
1: Bienvenue and welcome to The Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 2nd of July, the 183rd day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. There are 182 days until the end of 2022. I'm glad to be back. Thanks to all of you for your compassion about my absence and for all your kind words. So, on this day, what was going on in the world? Well, in 1714, German composer Christoph Willibald Gluck was born. That's his music you hear behind my voice. It's the Dance of the Blessed Spirits from his opera Orpheus and Eurydice. Pretty, isn't it? On this day in 1698, the English inventor and engineer Thomas Savory was born. He invented the first commercially used steam pump, often referred to as the Savory engine. Savory's steam pump was a revolutionary method for pumping water and made widespread public water supply practicable now that's a nice thing on this day in 1904 the french tennis player rené lacoste was born sound familiar for something aside from tennis you're right he's the creator of the polo shirt that everyone still wears patrice lumamba the first Prime Minister of the Democratic Republic of the Congo, was born on this day in 1925. He was assassinated in 1961 in the presence of Belgian officers, the former colonizers, and you've been reading about him a lot of late. The current Belgian King Philippe was just in the DRC, where he returned a gold tooth of Lumumba's, which was kept by one of those soldiers as a memento. Ugh, people. Who would even think of doing such a thing? Far less do it. Lumumba was one of those scary pan-Africanists linked to scary socialism. Belgium, the US, and the UK are all implicated in his murder. Lumumba is widely recognized as the most important and influential leader in the Congolese independence movement by scholars and historians, as well as by many Congolese. Life is funny, isn't it? On the opposite side of the political and ideological coin, on this same day in 1929, Madame Imelda Ramualdez Marcos was born. Remember her? Imelda Marcos, first lady of the Philippines for 20 years, who owned 3,000 pairs of shoes, who, with her husband Ferdinand Marcos, holds the Guinness World Record for the greatest robbery of a government. She even is responsible for a new word in English, Imeldific. In 1986, Carlos Lopez quipped, and I quote, Well, at least Mrs. Marcos has made a significant contribution to our lexicon. To call something imeldific describes it as a shameless and vulgar extravagance. End quote. And on this day in 1955 and 1956, my brother and eldest sister were born. Yep. Same day, exactly a year apart, and they weighed the same, too. Happy birthday, Mark and Julie. Radio France International, The Sound Kitchen, Susan Owensby. Still to come, Olya's happy moment, but first, the quiz. In early May, French President Emmanuel Macron was in Strasbourg to address the European Commission. He presented ideas for a new European political community, which we reported on in our article Macron advocates for creation of a European political community beyond the bloc. I asked you to send me the names of the three countries, all former USSR satellite states, that want to join the European Union? The answer is Ukraine, Moldova, and Georgia. The winners of this week's quiz are... Salahin Anahian, who's a member of the Shettu RFI Listeners Club in Naugown, Bangladesh, and Samin Riaz, who's a member of the RFI Listeners Club in Sheikhapura City, Pakistan. There's RFI English listener Pradeep Basak from West Bengal, India, and RFI Listener Club member Sagar Mia, who's also the president of the Let's Go on the Right Path and Tell the Truth Radio Listener Club in Kishoreganj, Bangladesh. And last but certainly not least, long-time, and I mean long-time listener and member Vladimir Gudzenko, who lives near Moscow in Russia. Why do I underline a long time for Vladimir? Because he's been listening to RFI before we were RFI. He sent, and I posted on the Sound Kitchen and the club's Facebook pages, the cover of a 1972 magazine from ORTF, which was one of RFI's predecessors. Look at it, if you haven't seen it already. It's great looking. Vladimir Gudzenko included this note with his quiz answer. The common problem in these countries is that they are all partly occupied by Russia. For Moldova, there's the self-proclaimed Republic of Transnistria, in fact, occupied by Russia. In Georgia, there are two self-proclaimed independent countries also occupied by Russia, Abkhazia and South Ossetia. Then in Ukraine, there's the Crimea and the Donbas and Lugansk regions, also self-proclaimed independent countries. End quote. EU membership takes a very long time. And for these three countries with these very particular complications, it won't be easy. As Macron noted, and I quote from our article, Even if we gave them candidate status tomorrow, we all know perfectly well that the process of allowing them to join would take several years, in truth, doubtless several decades. So Macron proposed a European political community which would, and I quote, allow democratic European nations to find a new space for political cooperation security cooperation and energy transport investment infrastructure the movement of people end quote congratulations to this week's winners and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in as you know the group of seven the g7 met in germany earlier this week attended by the heads of state of its members canada France, Germany, Italy, Japan, the UK, and the US, as well as Ursula von der Leyen for the European Union. Of course, RFI English kept you up-to-date on their doings, and a proposed initiative from their last meeting came back to the table. Called the Partnership for Global Infrastructure and Investment, or the PPII, the 7 want to fund infrastructure projects in middle and low-income countries to counterbalance China's infrastructure projects in these same countries known as Belt and Road. In our article, G7 aims to raise $600 billion to counter China's Belt and Road, We gave you a few examples of the projects the PPII are willing to take on. What are they? Again, reread our article, G7 aims to raise 600 billion to counter China's belt and road, and send me the names of the five examples of PPII projects we wrote about to help you with the answer you can find our article on the sound kitchen page on our website rfienglish.com. it's also on the sound kitchen and the club's facebook pages and here's something new the chance to win bonus points if in addition to your answer to this week's quiz question you take the time to answer an additional question you'll be eligible for an extra gift. How about that? This week's bonus point question is where is your safest place in the world? Where do you feel as if nothing can happen to you? Where are you free from fear? Again, answer the bonus question this week. Where is your safest place in the world? Along with the week's regular quiz question, And you'll be eligible for an extra gift and you'll make me happy and the show will be more interesting and you'll feel good being more involved with the show the ands go on and on so to your pens you have until the 1st of August to get your answers in be sure to tune in on the 6th of August to see if your answer wins a prize as always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a Ms, miss, a missus or a mister. I don't want to get it wrong.
0: Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service
1: at you can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone. Dial plus
0: 12
1: That's plus 12 Always include your postal mailing
0: address, and if you have one, your RFI Club membership number. Hello, I'm Brass Franz Mankongogo, RFI Club member from Kemugemba, Tarimemara, Tanzania. My greetings to all of my fellow listeners in East Africa, India, and all over the world. My message is make big babo, but not rabo.
1: As promised, here's Olya Horton with her happy moment. Just take a pinch of inspiration,
2: a bunch of good vibes, a drop of creativity and sprinkle it with sunshine. And there you have the perfect recipe for a happy moment. Hello Sound Kitchen listeners, Olia Horton from the RFI English team. I hope you are well. This month's happy moment is dedicated to dancing and how it makes you feel so good. With the arrival of nice spring weather and the promise of upcoming summer holidays on the horizon, there's definitely a different vibe in the air. It's one that makes you want to twist and shout, as some famous musicians once said. In France, as with many countries in the Northern Hemisphere, when the school year winds up at the end of June, it signals a time for celebration and relaxation. Thanks to nice weather and longer days, it's time for school shows, festivals and open air concerts. Just recently I went to a local outdoor concert where the first act was a group of school children performing what they'd been working on hard all year long. You could see how excited and nervous they were and also so happy to have a live audience. They were followed by a guest orchestra from Cuba, also students but a little older and more experienced. They really got the park jiving. I watched the little kids in the audience who got up to dance at the foot of the stage. Not a care in the world. Children know instinctively that music is something that feels good to move to. They can't help it. It's such a shame that this freedom of expression often goes away as kids grow up. Although I didn't get up to dance at that particular concert, I made up for it at a birthday party where a live band played Beatles hits. What made me particularly happy was seeing people of different ages getting up to shuffle round the dance floor, letting down their guard just for once. Dancing, especially in groups, brings out a certain energy that is difficult to recreate in other settings. People are smiling and laughing as they strut their stuff, happy to be slightly ridiculous just for a few minutes. Even if some people will later probably die of embarrassment when relatives show them the videos and photos of the event, but who cares, right? Dancing is well known for its health benefits, not only physically but psychologically. And no one actually ever dies from embarrassment, right? So I say, if you have an opportunity to let your hair down for a good old boogie-woogie this summer, I say go for it. I can guarantee you'll feel 10 times better. What about you? Do you have a happy moment to share with your fellow Sound Kitchen listeners? Don't be shy. You can send them to the Sound Kitchen or get in touch through Facebook. You can leave a message on the Sound Kitchen answering machine or you can go ahead and record your happy moment and send it to us in an email. All the addresses and phone numbers you need can be found on the Sound Kitchen page of our website, RFIEnglish.com. When you record, just make sure you hide under a blanket. It makes for better sound quality. That's all for me this week. Thanks for listening. I'm Olya Horton. Enjoy your weekend. Bye for now.
1: Thank you, Olya. Okay, my friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the sound kitchen. And keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many thanks to Stephen Helsley for mixing the show. And thanks to you for listening. Erwan will be back next week with his music choice for you, so today you're stuck with me, and I'm going to play opera for you. This is from the first scene of Das Rheingold by Richard Wagner. Das Rheingold is the first opera in the set of four called The Ring of the Nibelungs. These operas are based on the Norse creation myths. You've undoubtedly heard the ride of the Valkyries from the second opera in the set called "The Valkyries." The music is strong. It's very hard to sing, and there aren't too many singers out there who can do it justice, but I've found four for you who can. This is from a performance at the Chicago Lyric Opera in the U.S, a really great opera company. So, briefly, this is what's happening. There are three beautiful Rhine maidens, water sprites, sort of fairies, whose job is to guard the gold in the river Rhine, the Gold. It can be made into a magic ring that gives the power to rule the world if its bearer first renounces love. And who would do that? Well, Enter Alberic, a Nibelung dwarf. Nibelung in the Norse myths was an underground land inhabited by giants and dwarves. Alberic sees the beautiful maidens and tries to woo them, but they mock his advances. He chases them, but they elude, tease, and humiliate him. He grows angry, curses love, seizes the gold, and returns to his underground chasm, leaving the Rhine Maddens screaming in dismay. And he makes the all-powerful ring from the Rhine gold, and then all hell breaks loose in the world of the gods and the humans, and you hear all about that in the next three operas. The Rhine Maiden's singing is very beautiful. They are Diana Newman, Annie Rosen, and Lindsay Amann. Icky Old Alarek is sung by Samuel Yoon. The conductor of the Chicago Lyric Opera Orchestra is Sir Andrew Davis. I posted the YouTube link to the Sound Kitchen and the club's Facebook pages so you can watch the scene, which is really magical. The Rhine Maidens are on pedestals that move up and down as they sing. You're to imagine that they're in the water floating about. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind, and stay in touch. And stay safe, my friends.